Hey guys, I'm Court. And I'm Kate. And you're listening to Season 5, Episode 7 of The Castle Chat. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of our Disney-themed podcast. Today's episode is titled, Our Top Photo Spots at Walt Disney World. We know a huge part of every Disney trip is making sure to get that incredible Instagrammable photo. Come journey through each of Walt Disney World's four parks to learn more about where to capture your next shot. So, let's chat about it. I have been waiting for this topic for so long. I am very excited as well. You and I are both the photo takers, photo posers, ready for any Instagram shot at any time. Yeah, I mean, there are definitely those people that roll their eyes at the park goers who stop at every moment or wear their outfit specifically for a photo. Well, unfortunately, that is me. Yeah, we are definitely into planning those outfits for sure and the spots. I When I think about my Disney trips, I'm like, okay, where am I stopping? What am I wearing for that shot? Do I need to change for a different shot? And then the person that has their backpack full of different outfits specifically for photos. So yes, I am guilty. I am one of those people as well. Yeah, I mean, there's something really fun about capturing not only a memory in general in the Disney parks, but capturing one that is like so cool, so spot on, where the environment that you are in matches your outfit, you feel confident when you see yourself in that photo. It's something that I personally enjoy. I know it's not for everyone. There are certainly people who go to the parks, enjoy them, and never even think about taking a photo of themselves. But for me personally, this is part of my park going experience is taking photos. Oh, for sure. I mean, if you want to look like a world traveler, I mean, just head to Epcot, take a photo and all the different countries wear outfits in each of those and it's like look at me I just traveled the whole world it's perfect yeah just carry your passport with you bring pretend stamps and (laughs) I mean I don't know if that's legal I don't know if you'd get in trouble if you had pretend stamps in your passport but um, yeah you could definitely take several different versions of photos around the Disney parks and it seemed like you've been all over the world when really you've just been all over the Disney world Exactly. And there are so many photo spots within all of these parks, not just at Walt Disney World, but Disneyland and all the international Disney parks as well. And also on Disney property over at Disney Springs. I mean, we could sit and talk for hours about all the different spots where you can get amazing shots. But today we are going to be focusing specifically on the four Walt Disney World parks, which are Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, Animal Kingdom, and Epcot. So we will be breaking down... um, probably about five or six spots in each of these parks that we have either personally taken photos at or we have seen or been inspired by to take our own shots at so um you guys better buckle up and be ready because we are giving you all the spots and some of these you might already know and some of them you may have not discovered quite yet so we're trying to throw a little bit of a mix in there so you guys can take these um i guess these tips these little photo spots and when you are next in walt disney world you can take some photos there too and we We would love to see your photos there. You can tag us and share them with us on Instagram. Um, That's so fun. I love getting to interact with all of the listeners. I love that part. For sure. 
if you gain something from this episode in terms of where you'd like to take a photo, please send them to us. I get as much enjoyment out of seeing people that I know or just internet friends in general rocking it out in the parks. Like I said, something about getting that awesome photo that you feel confident when you look at it about yourself and have fond memories on on your trip, definitely send them our way. I mean, the more the merrier. I would love to see all of your ideas too, maybe that we don't cover in this episode. Okay, before we jump into the actual parks and our like top photo spots, do you have any tips for getting a good shot? Like how to set up for a photo, how to deal with crowds? Do you have any tips for that side of things for people? Okay, so... I have the privilege of having a husband who is very good at photography. Um, He is not a photographer by trade. He's self-taught. We do have a very nice camera. Um, We have two nicer cameras and a handful of different lenses that give you different perspectives and um, backgrounds to your photos. But let's just talk iPhone. Yeah, I'm an iPhone girl. I don't have the nice fancy cameras. So we've got both perspectives here. Yeah, so I think... Let's stick to an iPhone because an iPhone or your Android is pretty much universal at this point. Everyone has one and every single one has a camera. So you can take photos no matter what type of equipment you have. Um, When it comes to getting a good shot, specifically referring to crowds, you've got to do it early. You've got to get to the parks early when everyone is making a beeline for these top hitting attractions. You make a beeline for your photo spot. It's probably going to be pretty empty. And if it's not empty, it's at least lower in crowd level where you can get that pocket of it seeming like nobody else is in the parks. If you are not able to get there early, though, what I will add to that is Disney's crowds are very interesting. Even in the height of the day, they still come in flows. If you stand at a photo spot long enough, you will find a time where you can step in, get the shots you need without feeling overwhelmed by everybody around you. You just have to have some patience. Um, And sometimes it can be intimidating where all these people around and you're like trying to get the good shot. Don't worry about them. Get out there. Be confident. They are off having their own little Disney vacation. You just got to be patient. Find your right time slot. Go in there and work it, girl. Like, just get it done. And um, maybe if it's busy at that time, come back a little later in the day. Or if you're there for multiple days, kind of figure out where the traffic flows. But if you wait long enough, like I said, have that patience. A time will pop up where it'll be a little less crowded and you'll be able to get those shots that you need if you're unable to go in to the parks kind of first thing so it's definitely possible no matter what time of day i definitely agree with that statement i think building off of something that you said a second tip to getting that shot is being confident when you take those photos i certainly am somebody that when i feel like somebody gives me that look like oh my gosh are you kidding me like how many photos can you take what year in walt disney world why don't you just enjoy it that sometimes can get in my head If I want to take a photo, I'm going to take a photo. Leave me alone. I will get my shot. And I just need to remind myself mentally in my head that this is something that makes me happy and brings me joy. So whatever anyone else that's passing by is thinking doesn't really matter because it's something that makes me happy. So I should do it. Yeah, and sometimes, like, especially if you're trying to take a photo in front of the castle or you're on, like, the little walkway bridges that go up, sometimes you're, like, taking a photo while it gets while it dies down, there's no one coming by, and then you see people start walking, and you're just, you stop for a couple minutes, and you let everybody pass, you let it die down again, and you just keep going. So it's sometimes 
sometimes it's a little bit of back and forth, but don't let anybody stop you or steal your joy. You get out there and get the photos that you want so you can look back on your Disney vacations and go, oh my gosh, look at these memories that I now have in photo form. So yes. do you have any other photo taking tips? I have two more photo taking tips off the top of my head. Number, so we've got... Um, Number one, anybody can use a camera. It's on your phone. There are different settings within your phone. Play with them, learn them. That's number one. Just use your phone. You don't need a fancy camera to take cool pictures. Two, crowds, gauging your crowds. Three, be confident. Four, look at the weather for the day. This is Florida we're talking about. If you know it's going to rain, you're gonna plan, you need to plan around it. If you want a sunny photo, if you want a dancing in the rain photo, be aware of what's gonna happen with the weather. If you know you want a particular shot, your hair is curled, your makeup is done, and you know it's about to downpour, plan accordingly because it does happen. I've definitely had a moment where I got all dressed up and then it was rainy and my hair was flat and I didn't look the way I wanted to anymore. So it kind of decreased my ability to get the particular picture that I wanted. Um, and it is Florida heat, so be prepared to be a little toasty if you're wearing particular outfits. And the sun in Florida. Lighting is everything in photos, so be aware of where the sun is. Make sure you have reasonable lighting. Sometimes shady areas are better than the bright, bright light areas, but those are certain things that you can kind of go online and figure out what makes good lighting in a photo. I think that that is one of the more important things to try to teach yourself to know where the lighting is good. Play with the area that you're wanting to take photos in and see which angle direction is the best whenever you're looking in your phone. And then lastly, know about editing apps. You can edit all of your photos. If it looks dark outside, you can certainly go into an app and make it look brighter than it actually is. People do this all the time. It's part of photography. Editing is something people do to their photos. So find an editing app that you like, play with it, take you know a decent photo where the lighting's reasonable, and then just go through all the different settings and format to see how you like to edit your photos. Some people like moodier photos. Some people like really bright, airy photos. Some people like colorful. Some people like neutral. There's all different versions of photography style that you can fall into. Do what feels right to you. What's, what are your go-to editing apps? For me, I use Lightroom. Uh, Lightroom is an Adobe photography app. Um, I have learned a lot of the Adobe software for various things, whether it be photography, videography. We use Audition to edit our podcast, um, which is Adobe software as well. So that's something that I'm personally familiar with. I know there are several other apps. Um, there was an app recently that I was looking into that makes photos look like film, like you developed a film photo, all kinds of things out there that you can play with. How about you, do you have a go-to? I use Lightroom as well. I did buy a couple of really cheap presets from like Etsy um, to kind of get me started. And I've kind of learned what my style is through Lightroom. But I do love that the Lightroom app is free and you don't have to be an expert. The settings on there are very similar to what you'd see on Visco or even like the Instagram editing settings too. Instagram has done a really good job of adding a lot of advanced features of how to edit a photo as well. So if you're not into downloading an app to do that kind of stuff, you can definitely do that through like the Instagram app, like I mentioned 
mentioned. So those are just some um, little photo tips before we jump in. Hopefully those are helpful to you guys. But are you ready to kick things off with our parks? I am so ready. Okay, well, we are going to kick things off with the one and only. She's beautiful. She's amazing. She's Magic Kingdom. Oh, Magic Kingdom. I mean, there are way more than five or six spots that are good places to take photos. But, I mean, there's definitely plenty of there's no shortage if you go somewhere in one of these spots and someone's taking photos there just walk a couple of feet you probably find another one yep this is the number one spot for photos in walt disney world i mean the magic kingdom has done a great job of making every corner a photo spot so our list is small in comparison to what there is to offer but i'm gonna kick things off with the tangled restrooms as one of my photo spots now if you are unfamiliar with the tangled restrooms there are these restrooms that are located right next to small world that are tangled themed we know that um, tangled deserves more than a restroom area they deserve a whole land Uh, but we will settle for a restroom for now it's decorated so beautifully over there and they have some beautiful wall murals that are right there by the bathroom as well as some little doors that you can sit in front of or there's like the lanterns above you so there are multiple areas within the restroom area for you to take photos so if you need to go to the restroom great but you can also snap some photos over there as well i always see people over in this spot getting the cutest shots um so if you have not headed over there um be sure to do that it's over by like i said small world and right there by Fantasyland. yeah disney has noticed how instagrammable this area is so much so that they have a photo pass here um, if you are unfamiliar with what PhotoPass is, Disney has photographers set up in certain areas around the parks where they know that people will want to take photos. And for people who do not bring cameras with them, you can buy a PhotoPass package and have Disney photographers take pictures of your family all over the parks and they upload them to your My Disney Experience app and then you can download them to your phone. So um, another photo tip for those of you who might be a little intimidated by taking your own photos, you can always have somebody in the parks do it for you, but there is a photo pass photographer set up in this tangled restroom area. Um, Specifically in the evenings, you can take a picture with a lantern um, like they have in the, the movie Tangled. And it's a really cute, really, really, really cute photo opportunity. Um, If it's a movie that's near and dear to your heart to get a picture with a lantern with your significant other or maybe a kid, um, child, it's super cute. And like we talked about earlier, I mean, this is a restroom area, so it's going to be high traffic. This is an area either get there earlier or pack your patience in terms of getting a shot where it seems like it's empty. It's also stroller parking, so there might be a lot of strollers in the background depending on how you angle your photo. So just a couple of heads up items about this particular area yeah that's really good i'm really glad that you noticed uh noted the uh stroller parking because i forgot that those are also everywhere so you do have to navigate that little obstacle okay next this is one of my one another favorite photo spot for me is the purple wall i know a lot of you probably are aware of the purple wall um this is located right as you go across the bridge to tomorrowland you head directly to your right basically on the corner wall of the uh, monsters inc laugh floor you'll see a big purple wall where part of it is blank and the other part of it has a lot of these geometric shapes that are on there 
Currently, Stitch in his gold uh, 50th anniversary statue is hanging from the purple wall, which I think is super cute. But it is such a fun, um, like just a very popping wall. I don't know how to describe that more. Like it's just... I don't know. I love the geometric shapes with the shades of purple. And for a while, I, it was hard for me to find the purple wall. I don't know why it was so difficult for me to find because now that I know where it is, I can't help but spot it every single time because it's right there. You can see it from Main Street, basically. So um, I love this spot. Have you gotten some photos by the purple wall? Too many photos by the purple wall. I have uh, maybe like... 20 different ones i don't know there's plenty of times that i have stopped here to take a photo or worn an outfit that coordinates with the wall or a pair of ears that coordinates with the wall intentionally i think it's so crazy to think about instagram and tiktok and all of these social media apps that have come into their peak performance level in the last handful of years and noticing how it's impacted the parks disney has certainly come to these little walls or murals with intention since these apps have opened up because they've noticed that people stop here to take photos so there is definitely the og just plain purple wall but then they did an update to it and added those geometric shapes like court um, was talking about and then this past june for pride month they added a rainbow mickey here so they're just like continuing to add different photo spots and backdrops on this one area so if you're leaving the Tomorrowland Terrace, which is if you're looking directly at Cinderella Castle when you come to the parks, if you veer to the right, it's going to be over there through Tomorrowland Terrace and then kind of in between where you come out into Tomorrowland and where you're exiting that quick service restaurant area. Yeah, it's always funny to me when I'm taking a photo over there and I see somebody that just happens to be like cutting through Tomorrowland Terrace or like going to the restroom that's over there because it's not a high traffic area and they people notice, oh my gosh, this is a photo spot. So it definitely is a spot that a lot of us like hardcore Disney goers obviously know about, but I'm not sure if on like a regular goer standpoint if they really know what the purple wall is so it's always fun to me when i see a family walk by and react like oh i've never seen this before kind of thing and then you're like oh my gosh they just discovered the purple wall like it's really fun for me yeah definitely i can remember before going on a trip in 2017 or 2018 i can't remember what year it was but this that was kind of when I started keeping track of, okay, there's this wall, there's this wall, there's this wall. I need pictures at all of them. Yep. Disney walls are a thing. Most of them have their own Instagram accounts as a whole, which we'll get to later because there's another wall in Epcot that I recently discovered. One of our followers and one of our friends um, actually created themselves. So I was like, ooh, this is fun. We should um, talk about that as well. So Kate, what else do you have for Magic Kingdom that are your fun photo spots? Okay, I will kick it off with my personal favorite. My favorite place to take photos in Magic Kingdom is Main Street. Main Street USA is busy. There are tons of people. However, there are little pockets of quiet as you walk along. If you are walking toward the castle, if you look to the right, kind of before you get to the Starbucks, after you pass the first little section of stores, there is this 
alleyway that you can walk down. It's usually pretty empty. Sometimes people are sitting back there. There's a couple of little tables. I think right now there's actually some concrete refurbishment going on back there. Um, but this is a really cute spot to look like you've gone back in time. The buildings of Main Street I think are so fun. Even if you are just kind of standing on the side, on the sidewalk, um, there are so many different photo opportunities around Main Street. My favorite is that little alleyway, but you can, as soon as you walk in the parks, every holiday or event that's going on, there's going to be something in the hub that you could get a really cool shot with the castle in the background as well. If you get there early enough, there's not too many people on Main Street. Also, if you wait until the rush of people in the morning have gone through, maybe like 30 minutes to an hour after park opening, Main Street gets pretty quiet because everyone's rushed to some attraction somewhere. So I love taking photos on Main Street. Um, there's also at the end of Main Street, Casey's Corner and the Plaza Restaurant at the ends of Main Street, they have um, red chairs and yellow chairs with matching umbrellas. I have one of my favorite photos taken at these little like chairs. There's no one else there. It just seems like I'm enjoying a beautiful park day under an umbrella with absolutely no one around me. So Main Street is definitely a spot that you shouldn't rush through just to get to attractions. Stop, take it in, see if there's a cute little photo spot. The confectionery is on Main Street. You could take cute pics in there. I don't know. The possibilities are endless. There are so many opportunities on Main Street. Now, we all know the big photo spot in Magic Kingdom is the castle itself. People are, are crowded around there trying to get pictures of the partner statue, trying to get pictures as close as they can to the castle, up on the little bridge, walkway, like anywhere and everywhere you can get photos. Now, I will tell you there is a spot by the castle that I think is getting more popular, but it genu generally is pretty quiet. If you look directly at the castle and you look to your left and your right, you'll see these little like turrets that are a part of the castle, but they're separated and they have these little arches and it's like a little covered area that you can go in. It has a little fence around it. Um, you'll know once you stare at the castle and you see these two areas. Now, if you go under one of these covered areas and you sit on like where the little railing is or you kind of position your camera like through the arches, you get a perfect view of the castle. I have gotten so many cute pictures of me either sitting on the railing, like posing up against the railing, but the castle is in perfect view behind me. And most of the time, there's not a single person in the, in the shot as well. Because of the way that the bushes are and the landscape, they definitely, when they're making these arched, I guess, cover, covering areas, they were keeping that in mind because the way that all the architecture lines up it's so perfect so if you have not taken a photo over there and gotten a castle shot in that area then you definitely need to check it out because it's so different and it gives you a completely different perspective of the castle as a whole and you get some fun angles yeah, I will throw in, there is a separate photo spot around the castle that's one of my favorites. It's the wishing well. Oh yes, the wishing well. I love going to the wishing well and taking a photo because the perspective that you have there might be a line of people waiting to take a picture behind you, but you in the photo, there is no one around you. It's Cinderella's wishing well. You've got the castle in the background, but 
the I love the wishing well, but those arches are definitely a great photo spot. They're shaded, so if you're trying to get the right picture over and over again, you're not in the blazing heat. And sometimes the shaded light is better um, anyways for photos, but also be aware that whenever there are stage shows um, going on, sometimes they block these off. So that's another timing aspect too. If you know you wanna get this shot, but it's almost showtime on the stage, be aware that they might rope those off so you can't go in there but um they're definitely a spot where like court said if you get in there same kind of the same as the wishing well if you finally get to the spot you might have to wait a minute wait for somebody else to take their picture and leave but once you're in there it feels like in the photo you're the only one in the park yeah absolutely okay what's our last photo spot for magic kingdom um last photo spot for magic kingdom is another one of my new discoveries recently um the area of new fantasy land which is basically um seven dwarves mine train and behind anything behind seven dwarves mine train you've got bell and beast castle and ariel and eric's castle and the colors back there for whatever reason in my opinion are so beautiful in the morning when everyone has rushed to seven doors mine train i have gone over to where be our guest is and there um, is like a little bridge walkway that leads you to the restaurant i was the only one there taking pictures it looked like i was going to see Belle at the castle same thing with um the voyage of the little mermaid ride i always say voyage of the little mermaid i know that that's the show that was in hollywood studios i can't remember the full really long name of the little mermaid attraction journey journey into journey not journey into imagination that's definitely fake (laughs) um it's i think it's like journey under the sea that's under the sea with nemo and friends it's also the wrong ride yeah um i'm gonna have to look that up you keep talking i'm gonna look that up the little mermaid ride i'm sorry that i don't have the specific name off the top of my head um they do a really cool thing with all of the rock work there where it has that mermaid iridescent glow this is the og iridescent area in magic kingdom since the 50th the iridescent color scheme has been the the color trend that was selected for the 50th anniversary so you see it a lot more but um the rock work back here all of the water everything that is going on back around both bell's castle bell and beast castle and ariel and eric's castle is really beautiful and i think a spot that gets skipped early in the morning because everyone's getting to space mountain or seven dwarves mine train or big thunder and splash mountain so i've gotten some cool photos where nobody was getting in line for either of those things and i had my own little princess moment back there okay i did find the name it's under the sea journey of the little mermaid it's a Uh, long one so so i was journey with fig journey Journey under the sea i was i was so close i was like i'll ride around it but yes that is the name of the attraction all three of those attractions share title words so it makes it a little confusing (laughs) oh for sure well that's kind of it for magic kingdom there are obviously so many more spots we'll have to share more on our instagram story but let's send it over to disney's hollywood studios there are so many incredible shots that you can get in this park what are we going to kick it off with in this park kate Okay, well, I'm going to kick it off with my personal favorite, which is Sunset Boulevard. You are a sunset gal. Okay, so I'm I'm realizing a trend here, like the long streets that look like 
little cities uh, maybe are my thing, like Main Street and now Sunset Boulevard. Um, but Sunset Boulevard is the walk that you take to um, Hollywood Tower of Terror or Rock and Roller Coaster. Um, so it's a long stretch lined with super tall palm trees and these buildings, again, like Main Street, where they're kind of like taking you back in time. They have neon signs. Um, there is a little corner, again, like Main Street, where they have little chairs with umbrellas that I've taken photos at. It's just your vibe. Um, I guess so. But there's also a little spot on Sunset Boulevard that I love taking photos at because it kind of looks like that thing that we were talking about where it looks like you're going somewhere else in the world that's not Disney. There is a little stack of old school suitcases that are posted up and like hard cemented to the ground so they can't go anywhere but I love taking pictures here because it looks like I've got my old school bags I'm going somewhere where there are tall palm trees and there is a little shop with a neon sign in the background it's just a really cute I feel like like primetime 50s vibe yeah it's so cute I love the suitcases prominent in Hollywood so um I really like this Sunset Boulevard area in general but specifically the suitcase shot I love that one I was gonna mention that too the suitcases I feel like often get overlooked they're just so cute set up all proppy there with the little signs next to it and I have sat on these gotten some cute shots before and they're just different it's not your typical Disney shot so um they are so fun and when you're on Sunset Boulevard you can absolutely get amazing photos in front of Tower of Terror and um that whole I just it is so beautiful there's the palm trees you could get like a you could absolutely get like a tropical like vacation shot in front of a palm tree and not even know that you're in Disney World (laughs) Yeah, definitely. If you take your shot looking away from Tower of Terror, going the opposite direction on Hollywood Studios, you could totally mistake that you're maybe somewhere in California or something like that. I love it. Okay. I have a big one on here, but I'm going to leave that till the end. The next one I'm going to go to is um, in Toy Story Land. Sometimes when you're leaving attractions, sometimes your exit out of an attraction has some amazing photo shots and photo spots. So one of those would be Toy Story Mania. When you are leaving this attraction, there are two walls that are really fun photo spots. One, we would call it the uh, popsicle wall, and the other one is a checkerboard wall. So it's... It looks like, so so let me start with the popsicle wall. It looks like somebody had literally like finished a bunch of popsicles and stacked them all together like a fence. And it's got a lot of pastel colors in it, leftover of a popsicle. It's just so cute. And it's set up as a way to like block some of backstage. But I've gotten some really cute shots right by here. And usually people walk right by it because they're just trying to get out of the attraction. But definitely stop and get a photo there same with the checkerboard wall it's just a fun way to feel like you're a toy feel like you're a part of the game and um, get a different kind of vibrant shot that you wouldn't really get anywhere else I feel like so it's I think it's really cute yeah this is one of those spots where when Disney was creating Toy Story Land Toy Story Mania or Midway Mania had a different entrance and now what is kind of what used to be the Incredibles area. Yeah, it was like um, Pixar 
uh, yeah. something. I don't remember what yeah, it was called. There's but. the little sign um, over it. I really should know a lot more. It's meant to look like Pixar Studios. Um, that is where the entrance to Toy Story Midway Mania used to be. With the creation of Toy Story Land, they relocated the entrance and redid the queue to this ride and made it very much larger than life. I mean, they've done an incredible job. If you're going to stand in a long line, it, you might as well make it entertaining. They've done this really well, but not only did they make the queue that you walk through really fun and entertaining with all of these throwbacks to nostalgic childhood things, when you exit the ride, they knew to put in photo spots. Yeah, like, they were so smart. They did that intentionally, no question about it. And the popsicle wall is really fun, more of a pastel, colorful look. And you could do something a little bit edgier with the checkers because oh, yeah, totally it's could. red and black. So it definitely, like I said, is that larger than life backdrop. But again, you just got to be patient. There's going to be tons of people exiting the ride with you. Just be patient. Wait for that shot. If somebody gives you a look, be like, whatever. You're going to be so jealous of this picture that I just took. It's so cool. <laughs> it's kind of off to the side, though. So I don't feel like you're really blocking anyone. You aren't blocking anyone. People might have to walk in front of you. Um, if you want yeah. like a full body shot where it's your head to your feet, the photographer would have to stand all the way yeah, across right. the walkway to that. you. So. You know, there might be a little bit of a awkward moment if you aren't the most confident when you're taking photos, but it is well worth it. Okay, I did pull up the map. First off, currently at this current time, Toy Story Mania is temporarily closed. Um, I don't, <laughs> it must something's down with the ride, so Disney need to fix that. I, I don't know if, if you do this sometimes. Sometimes I just get on the app and I look at wait times just for fun to feel like I'm there, but I'm not. So I'm sure there's other people that do that too. Let us know if you do that, <laughs> and so I don't feel like I'm alone in that. But okay. It's called Pixar Place. Pixar Place, yes. But I'm very interested what they'll do with that area because I know they've done, like, they have, like, the little Jack-Jack photo spot out there, too, and the incredible wall, and they have the incredible characters, but it on it just feels so desolate back there. There's, like, nothing happening right now, at least back there. So I really hope they revamp that space a little more and make it kind of feel like more Pixar. I don't know. I just feel like once they'd made Toy Story Land, that area just kind of went to die. Yeah, I agree. I'm sure... Disney has a plan or an idea in mind. I know that they are getting ready to open the barbecue restaurant that um, is joined with Toy Story Land, which is one of those things where that land was there. Nobody had any clue that they were going to do something with it. And the way, if you look at the overhead of how they created this space for this new barbecue-themed restaurant... I'm sure that they have something in their back pocket for this Pixar Place area. I mean, I would totally be fine if they just plopped in Coaster in there from um, <laughs> California Adventure, but um, <laughs> maybe some type of Incredibles attraction or any Pixar film. I mean, I think it'd be really cool to just expand on the idea of Pixar Place and have Pixar-related things back there. Um, I'm sure Hollywood Studios doesn't want any more people in there. It's already crowded, but... I would totally be happy if they boosted the overall area here. They used to, pre-COVID, have a show back here where it was like an Incredibles show. You were in the city that the Incredibles live in, and there's like a news reporter. Somebody's. It was really entertaining, and they don't even do that anymore. It's just kind of desolate and empty back there, but... Um, 
Maybe it'll come back. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? But yes, I mean, you could definitely get... They have um, photo backdrops back here as well that yeah, are incredible yeah. themed. Mm-hmm. So you could take photos there too. There's probably not going to be very many people back there. So another spot that you could check out if you were, you know, wanting a snack. There's a little Joffrey's cart right there. Get yourself some Joffrey's. Take a photo. All good things. Yes, definitely. Okay, to end our time in Hollywood Studios, we have to end with the mother load. It is Galaxy's Edge, Batu. There are so many photo spots in this area. We can make a whole episode on that within itself. But there are a couple of spots within Batu that are our favorite to stop and get some really amazing shots. Kaylin, what's one of your favorite spots in Batu? Okay, I'm going to start it off with maybe something that's obvious, but... I don't know how often people actually use it. It's the little droid graveyard. Um, There's a little pocket back behind where you can get the blue and green milk where there are a bunch of these old droids just kind of sitting there. The lighting's always really nice there. People do, there's a little bench around where those droids, droids sit. So there are times where I've gone back there wanted to take a photo and there are people just chilling back there, but I've also gone back there, there's been no one in that area and I've gotten a cool shot so um that's one of my personal favorites in Batu. but you are totally right we can make a whole episode on where to take photos just in Galaxy's Edge oh yeah if you're a Star Wars fan man so many opportunities to feel like a Jedi back here or part of the Empire I mean there's just there's so many um one of the really like dark side type of um photo spots I would say is over by the stage where Kylo Ren comes out where his um his area is right over there kind of near the blue milk as well in the corner right there by that little tiny merchandise store there is the empire red flag hanging from the building and there the there is this white pod looking thing I wish I knew the name of it if you know the name of what these things are called please let me know but it is the perfect um little spot for you to sit and get the flag in the background and feel like you're part of the empire it is incredible the shots I've gotten over here the wall the aesthetic it makes it give it gives it like a neutral vibe with a pop of color and you can get some really incredible photos back here yeah, Court and I have both taken photos here. I One of the reasons why I love following so many different creators on Instagram is I get inspired by things that other people do. And I like to use that inspiration to create something in my own way and in my own version of it. And so I definitely recall seeing a creator taking a photo in this spot and being wowed by the photo that she got and I said oh my goodness next time I'm there I have to create something of my own in this general area so I think that's a a note to take away is I think it's easy to see people who live in the Orlando area taking pictures all the time and feel like gosh they can get all these cool photos like I'll never get anything that cool while I'm there but use it as inspiration and do your own version of it um because I definitely do that all the time but yes this is a really cool spot more of a dark side look um you could make it like you're a rebel and you're ready to fight the empire too but oh yeah I mean I've done a Jedi look over here um but the empire look is definitely 
this definitely goes with the vibe for sure now one other spot i'll mention in batu which i recently discovered on my um trip back in may of this year i was inspired by um magic with meg she had taken a really amazing like crisscross apple sauce shot where she was had the Millennium Falcon behind her but it was from an angle that I hadn't seen before so typically when I feel like you approach the Millennium Falcon most people will take a picture on the left side of it it's where most people are standing when you see photos being taken over there it's closer to the smugglers run entrance now if you go to the right side of Millennium Falcon there are these like little rocks set up that I think is kind of set up like a bench but it's usually not very crowded over there and if you sit on those rocks and you position the camera correctly you can get the full Millennium Falcon behind you with like no people because it well I guess if smugglers run if the line is not wrapped around that area yes then it's it's quiet over there if it's busy then it if smugglers run is busy then you will have people over there but when I got the shot, there was no one over there. It was amazing. And I got the full Millennium Falcon without feeling like I was getting in anyone's way. And it was super cute. And it was just a different type of photo that I'd never taken before. So yeah, she inspired me. She takes amazing photos in Batu. So give her a follow if you haven't already um, at Magic with Meg. Yes, I totally agree. Getting pictures at the Millennium Falcon is something that every Star Wars fan wants to do. So taking the time to find the right angle, something maybe a little bit different than all the typical photos that you've seen is worth the exploration of the area itself. But um, my last Batu spot that I like taking photos, there used to be this um, area back by where Rise of the Resistance is now that I used to love taking photos by, but since Rise has opened, that area has changed a little bit. But I think taking photos in Black Spire outpost or outfitters that little marketplace area um there's the katsaka's kettle and all of those things kind of through your little walk where you've got the things hanging overhead um the the fabrics and things hanging overhead if you get there nice and early or late in the evening where everybody has darted for some line somewhere you could get some really cool shots where it seems like you are on a planet far far away and you are going through a deserted stroll and nobody's around you yeah it's super cool oh batu i could take photos there all day long all right that's a wrap on hollywood studios hope you got some little tidbits there and you are ready to take some shots in that park let's kick it over to animal kingdom your one of your favorite parks yes i am privy to photos in animal kingdom i think it is so beautiful it's one of the most natural looking parks obviously just coming off of talking about galaxy's edge and batu it's you know meant to look like a planet far far away magic kingdom is this fanciful look to it and animal kingdom is just natural beauty it looks like you're in africa or parts of asia the scenery there is so lush and green for me i just i personally love animal kingdom and i love taking photos here yeah it's so fun um I have a couple of spots that I frequent 
probably every time that I go there. Um, just it's fun to look back and be like, oh my gosh, look at all these photos I got in the same spot, and what am I wearing, and how am I different now? And uh, it's a way for me to be nostalgic and kind of look back on things for sure. One of those places where I do that quite frequently is back in the Harambe Market. Uh, there are a lot of really awesome photo spots back here. There is a wall that has a bike on it with a little Mickey Mouse and a quote about something about I can't remember the quote exactly, but it's about children, children of the world, and um, that's a cute little spot. And then there's a, the You Are Beautiful um, wall that's also kind of that one's really tucked away, like back where the restaurant is in Harambe Market, off towards the left. Um, that one is like also near a cast member entrance, so you have to kind of like sneak in there and get a photo but there's some cool little wall murals back there that are fun to take photos at and kind of like use it as a repeating wall that you go and take photos at like the purple wall I would say so um, I like that spot yes the Harambe market area is gorgeous especially in the mornings even like throughout the day generally it's not that busy um, the bike spot is super cute I definitely have photos there the um, you are most beautiful sign is kind of fun to find the Fichwa fellow which means hidden Mickey um, in Swahili there's that over there as well um, I will tell a little personal story and just kind of talking about how Disney impacts people beyond like just what it is but there is a little mural in the Harambe market area if you walk through into the seating area it's right back against the wall that you would be looking at from the outside and there is a little heart painted on the wall um, and it says we renew broken hearts and that I've seen that before I've taken pictures there before but this past year um, Sam's sister my husband my sister-in-law um, we lost her to the pandemic to COVID and we took her four-year-old son to Disney World for his fifth birthday and we sat there under the we renew broken heart sign and it just was one of those moments where you realize how much you love Disney and how much it can be therapy to a certain extent um, and we sat there there, I got a picture with my nephew under that little sign and it is something even though I have like cool posed photos there that in itself just having a photo with him there after all the heartbreak and hardship that we went through this past year um, with losing his mom it just is something that I'll cherish forever and so these photos that you take even though sometimes you can take the cool staged posed ones sometimes the like unplanned moments that you can capture on your phone or a nice camera are even more meaningful so don't not take pictures if you aren't feeling like you got all dressed up or plan to do it just take pictures while you're there I mean anywhere is a good spot to take a spot take a photo in Disney World in my opinion man I'm so glad you shared that story because it is so true I mean some of my favorite photos from my trips are just photos that maybe friends or family have just randomly captured where I'm like truly in the moment at Disney and you can see the joy on my face and those are the photos they're the candid ones that I had no idea were being taken that I look back on where I'm like oh my gosh you can see why I love this place yeah and the photos that I have with certain family members I'm just like wow what a great opportunity we have to just be together in a place mm -hmm. that's so magical so I'm really glad you touched on that because this is not about going to get the perfect posed photo it's just about creating memories mm -hmm. and 
that is a perfect example of that so i'm so glad you got that photo with him yeah it's really sweet and like i said something i will hold on to forever um and i do think i mean taking pictures for the cool pose shot i there's something fun and artistic about it being creative getting neat perspectives of a place we love so much so i think it goes both ways take pictures of the unposed candid moments but also rock it out and get creative and artistic and take pictures that you plan as well but grand scheme of what we're trying to say here is disney world is meant for taking photos people oh yeah 100 <laughs> percent. okay um one of my other favorite spots in animal kingdom is actually when you're on kilimanjaro safaris if you are able to get the very back row of this attraction you are positioned to have some incredible shots with animals in the background now i love sitting on the back row because if i'm with a friend or whoever i'm with and they kind of angle the photo quite right it looks like it's just me on the safari and you can see the savannah behind me if a giraffe's walking by i'm like oh my gosh this is perfect and there's no people in the photo it just is so i don't know i just think it's so fun and if you're in the rows further up and you're just there's a just a higher chance you're gonna have people behind you but when you're in that back row you can really turn around and there's nothing behind you so it works out really well yeah, you have an uninterrupted view of all of the savannah that you drive through and those really magical moments where the animals are particularly active that day. You get to linger just a little bit longer than the people sitting in the rows ahead. I make a point if it doesn't seem like it's absolutely crazy and I'm not too far off to ask cast members if I can sit in the back row. Sometimes they say no, we got to keep the line moving, you're line three, and I'm like, all right, cool, fine, at least I asked. But there have also been times where I'm supposed to be going to row number four, and I say, is there any way that I could sit in the back row? I would love to sit back there and take some pictures on the safari. And they let me, and they say, okay, back row. And then they fill in everyone ahead. Yeah, you just got to ask. Yeah, it doesn't hurt to ask. Don't get rude if they tell you no. Sometimes that they're just doing their job and they have to keep the lines moving, but... Sometimes they can make some magic for you too. And I have definitely, one of my um, specific memories of sitting on the back row, there was a baby giraffe that was like hyper. He was running around the savannah. And I just remember looking out the back of the safari truck, just getting to watch him run around just a little bit longer than everyone else. It was definitely something that sticks in my brain. And I remember just because I was able to, to linger on it and see it really clearly. Yeah, even if you're not, like, into taking a lot of photos, I mean, just getting the back row of the safari makes your safari experience, I think, much more heightened. Um, You can see more, you get more of a 360 view, I feel like, of the actual experience. So definitely ask next time if it's not busy and see if you can get that back row and have a different safari experience next time. Yes. So moving on to our next photo spot, this might be my favorite photo specific spot in animal kingdom if you are aware of where creature comforts is in animal kingdom it is the parks starbucks location just walk straight across the walkway there and you will find the discovery island trails they are going to lead you to where the it's tough to be a bug line kind of hangs out meets up um or where the where the attraction exits but this is where you are going to get an up close personal view of the tree of life as well as a waterfall so you get a pretty 
peaceful, serene view, but also there is a segment of time between when the It's Tough to Be a Bug show lets out where there's no one back there. Yeah, it's definitely like the hidden spot, I would say, to get up close and personal with the Tree of Life. They do have some great spots for you to get a picture with this tree, just kind of right there in front of it. But if you want to really hone in on the details of the carvings in the tree, go down this trail because you are like standing right there in front of it and you get to see the tree truly for what it is. It's very, it's all inspiring, honestly, to go down there and, and see how intricate this tree is. But definitely get some photos while you're down there. Yes, I will grab my Starbucks, I wander over there, and I take it in and I take some photos. There are otters and some tortoise creatures. I don't know, tortoises, is that the plural? Tortoise, tortoise creatures. <laughs> is tortoises the plural of tortoises? Tortai? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, that's a silly question, but there are some animals back there as well that you can look at while you are wandering back there but i love taking pictures in this spot it is definitely um a unconventional perspective of the tree compared to like court said those front-on views that you see right when you enter the parks yeah okay last photo spot for animal kingdom it is in pandora the world of avatar there are so many amazing spots to take photos in this area but one spot in particular which i think sometimes gets overlooked is there is this little bridge when you're in pandora if you are trying to go towards the entrance to flight of passage it's got like all of this intricate detail that kind of goes over the bridge it's kind of skinny um so sometimes if there are people on there it can be congested so you might have to wait until it gets a little quieter over there but the vegetation that's there the colors the detail you can get some amazing shots with the floating mountains behind you and it i just feel like it's untouched honestly um, also, I saw a photo that was by Magic Magic with Meg. I inspired some shots over here, too. She just has some amazing um, photo spots, and <laughs> she's an inspiration when it comes to that. So I saw her doing that, too, and I was like, man, that's a really cool spot. Yes, I not the bridge specifically, but there's like a little rock of sorts kind of directly in front of where those floating mountains are when you first walk in that I have a picture um, of myself and it is definitely one of those things where the way that they constructed Pandora, it is just, it really takes my breath away every time. So to take in all of the really neat landscape that they've created for this land, the colors, the vegetation, it is definitely a fun spot to take a photo. And if you really want to get into character and, um, look like you are either a part of the people exploring Pandora or an avatar yourself it can definitely get fun and creative back there um I I think Pandora is just beautiful in general so oh yeah for sure all right well that's it for Animal Kingdom are you ready to kick it over to our last park over in Epcot you know it all right let's see what we've got we're gonna kick things off with the bubble gum wall now recently i discovered that the kingdom twins on instagram they actually named this wall and started an instagram account for it and then disney kind of caught on to the idea and was like this is actually very smart and they started making merchandise around it and it is now formally called 
the bubblegum wall. So shout out to the Kingdom Twins for discovering this, naming it, and making it what it is. But the bubblegum wall is actually located when you exit Spaceship Earth. It is pink and blue and it has like a darker blue stripe kind of going through the middle of it. And it is super cute and vibrant. You can sit by it, you can stand by it. You have to get the right angle, but it is a very fun pop of color right there by the exit of Spaceship Earth. Have you gotten a photo over here before? Of course I have. Of course I've gotten a photo at the bubblegum wall. Um, yes, shout out to the Kingdom Twins for coming up with this, but also shout out to them for keeping it a secret this long. Oh my gosh, I cannot believe that they had to kept a secret. I'm like, when they announced it, I was like, oh my gosh, this makes so much sense. First off, because they're so creative, but also the fact that they kept it a secret so impressive yeah some people would be like yep that's me that i did that i did that i did that but i mean it's been years since they've been doing this bubblegum wall thing and all of a sudden they were like um by the way yeah that was us <laughs> i love that it was such a fun thing to find on instagram one day all right what you got okay so going off of the bubblegum wall at the exit of spaceship earth why not take incredible photos with spaceship earth herself so with the recent refurbishment and update of the entrance to epcot they took away all of those hard dark colored photo pyramids and put in a lot of beautiful um, trees and plants and flower beds through there I think Spaceship Earth is stunning in general, but this new area, now there are pops of green and some color in there. You can get a really nice Epcot specific centered photo with Spaceship Earth in the background and a little bit of color now instead of those, um, I can't remember what they were called. They had a specific name, but the legacy um, Yeah, I know what you're about. I don't know what things. the name of them were. It was like you donated to Disney and you got your little photo on these things. They were, I feel like people didn't really look at them. They just kind of walked by them. So I'm glad they got rid of them. They've made that entrance so much prettier and the fountain that they have there is gorgeous you can, you can get some amazing shots right there by the front of spaceship earth yeah same thing with main street if you wait through the early first few hours of epcot it's gonna be pretty empty up there and you can get a really nice clean shot where there's not a ton of people in the background up there so that's an easy one yeah definitely okay we're going to head over to, actually, before we head into the World Showcase, there's a little spot right before you get to World Showcase that I think a lot of people miss. So if you are walking from Spaceship Earth, you're going to World Showcase right before you enter World Showcase. If you look to your left, there's a bridge that goes all the way over to a building with a blue roof. It's where the First Aid Center is. It's where the Epcot Experience used to be. Um, and sometimes they do some festival stuff over there. That walkway typically has these really big potted bushes and plants that have the most beautiful flowers on them. Usually around Flower and Garden Festival, you can see these blooming in full effect and you can get some incredible floral photos over here by these little bushes, which I don't think a lot of people know about. Yeah, not only can you get some nice vegetation and pretty color and flower in that photo, but if you wait, you can get the monorail in it too. And oh, everybody yeah. loves a monorail shot. Absolutely. So I like that little spot. I've gotten a couple of photos over there and sometimes I even forget when I go back, oh, I need to go over there and see what kind of flowers they have out. So definitely check that out. What else have you got? Okay, well, I think that we could just generally say World Showcase. I think there's a good photo spot in every pavilion but court and i each have our favorites so we're just gonna throw those out there oh yeah do you want me to start go ahead okay 
So as much as I would love to say France is my favorite place to take photos, France is also always the busiest. So World Showcase opens later than the front half of Epcot. So the caveat is there are certain pavilions back there in World Showcase that open earlier. France is one of them. The bakery in the back as well as Remy's Ratatouille Adventure open with the park and so as soon as the park is open France is busy. I think it's one of the most beautiful pavilions but it's one of my least favorite places to try to get a photo. So across from France just like the suitcases that they have on Sunset Boulevard in Hollywood Studios, there's a little setup kind of outside of France that looks like an artist maybe left their stuff there. I think that's a cute spot to take pictures in France, but this is a whole segue for me to say, just go to Morocco. I think Morocco is the most beautiful pavilion to take photos in. You can go into the Fez house, which is basically a little room that's completely encased in beautiful Moroccan tiles. There's a fountain in the front that's beautiful. If you wander to the back, it looks like you are in a market in Morocco, in Marrakesh. It is, I think it's stunning. It's usually pretty quiet back there, easy to get a photo where it seems like you're the only one there. Yeah, it's a beautiful spot. It definitely is quiet, um, very bright and fun for sure. Now, speaking on World Showcase, my favorite spot, speaking to my British heritage, um, would have to be the back of the UK pavilion. Back there, sometimes I've I spoke of this before, but there are sometimes little bands that'll play back there, but there's like a little like hedge maze and there's just some fun little building shots you can get in the back part of the pavilion where often it can be a little quiet. So sometimes you even might find Mary Poppins back there or sometimes even Alice. So you might even be able to get a photo with a character, but do love all the little areas that are back there behind the UK pavilion. Yes, they have a beautiful little garden um, that you can walk through to get to the back, but also all the there's like a walkway that has all these different types of buildings from a um, historical standpoint. Each of the buildings represents a different style of architecture from a different century. So it goes from like the 1700s to the 1800s to the 1900s um, in the building style. And I think it's a really cool way to get different photos like we've talked about before where it seems like you are just in a different place. And the UK is one of those pavilions where if you head towards the back, there's not a lot going on back there. There are some telephone booths that a lot of people like to take pictures in. Skip those, go to the back. Absolutely, always go to the back of the pavilions. All right, I think that's it for Epcot. I think that's it for all the parks. I, we say it's it. It's it for this list. We could go on and on and on and you could have a five hour show on where we take photos and where we have taken photos in the parks. But for now, this is a really great highlight list. I think we could even do like places to take photos at night. There are all different versions of this episode that we could do, but this is just a good kickstart for some of our favorite places when it comes to where would you take a photo in the park these these are the the places we would tell you absolutely and like we've said through this whole episode just have fun with it honestly get creative take shots that you wouldn't usually take and go to spots that you wouldn't usually stop at and just try something new at the end of the day they're just memories that you get to take home with you and so definitely have fun with it get creative have have confidence and just work it girl (laughs) so thanks so much for listening to all of these photo spots Please share your photos with us on your next trip. We would love to see if you stopped at any of these spots and if you learned 
something new that you didn't know prior to this episode, definitely let us know. But thanks for hanging out with us today, and we will kick it over to Kelly's Magical Vacations for today's trip tip. Hey all, this is Kelly from Kelly's Magical Vacations, the official travel partner of the Castle Chat, and I am so excited to bring you today's trip tip. Prior to your vacation, be sure to take some time to check out the My Disney Experience app. This app is going to be very important to your trip if you're traveling to Walt Disney World because that's where you're going to have your tickets, your Genie Plus if you purchase that, your dining reservations, your mobile food ordering, your shopping store, all of that is going to be a part of this app. If you book through me, you will get some information about the My Disney Experience app, how to use it, how to do those simple things. And also, if you have any questions, of course, I am here to help you out. Be sure to head over to Kelly's Magical Vacations on Instagram for all your Disney tips and tricks. And if you are looking to plan a Disney vacation, you can head to the Castle Chats Instagram. Click that link in their bio and there will be a form that you can fill out so that we can start planning. And I can help you with everything from your accommodations to your tickets to your dining and everything in between. guys thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode we had so much fun breaking down our favorite photo spots for you but i'm here to bring you what you all want to know who is the alani giveaway winner our winner for this giveaway is going to be walt's favorite so savannah at walt's favorite you have won our alani giveaway if you are hearing this that means you should head over to instagram send us a direct message and give us the appropriate information so we can give you this incredible giveaway and um, we're so thankful for everybody who participated obviously we love doing this with you guys we want to do more in the future so stay tuned but as of right now Walt's favorite you are our winner creator spotlight putting a spotlight on somebody cool Oh my gosh, these jingles just get so much better. That one was pretty good. I don't, that one, I don't even like, I'm not thinking about it before you say creator spotlight and it literally is just whatever comes out of my head. You're just made for jingles. I don't know. I mean, maybe I could make a little side hustle out of it, right? We need, we just need a castle uh, chat jingle. So you need to be in charge of that for sure. But yeah, um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Y'all know I'm terrible at this. <laughs> Back to creator spotlight. We love getting the opportunity to shout out people that inspire us, that are creators in the social media realm. Uh, we see so many talented and creative people on our feeds and we always just love shouting these people out and telling you guys to follow them because they deserve all the love we recently had a follow from someone that i had i had yet to discover on instagram but once i saw her page i was like oh my gosh girl you are killing it so today's creator spotlight is disneyland lauren l-a-u-r-y-n she is currently doing the disney college program as a photo pass cast member which makes perfect sense for this type of episode but she has some incredible photos and content on her page she's super cute and she's doing the dcp so way to go out there and and work a girl and do your thing and take everybody's photos and be working the disney college program i know that that is not an easy job i'm sure being a photo pass is is so rewarding but also so tough with the weather and so many elements so 
congrats for what you're doing and the way that you're hustling out there it's so inspiring so you have anything to say about disneyland lauren i mean you're just talking about being a photo past cast member being tough i mean it's you go through all the different weather changes you stand there in the heat you've got uncle bob closing his eyes every time you try to take a photo i mean yes i think that this is a really cool place to um be dwelling during a disney college program but not only is she doing that creating magic for other families she creates so much magic on her instagram feed and she just puts out really awesome disney content is a joy to follow and we just wanted to take an opportunity to highlight her and her sweetness on this social platform so go follow disneyland lauren Okay, guys, next week we are bringing you a really fun episode. It's our traditional episode that we have been doing since season one. It's Digging Deep. This is where we take a Disney movie and we break down all of its emotional meaning, um, all of its fun facts, just basically taking a movie and breaking it down to its core and sharing all we know about that film. And next week we are actually taking a different approach with Digging Deep and we are comparing a live action film to its animated original which I think is going to be very fun, uh, action-packed, and ready to go. And you guys voted on Instagram. It was between Cinderella and Beauty and the Beast. So, Kate, what is our winner for the live-action film? Tale as old as time. Wow. Here she goes again. Beauty and the Beast. Yes. (laughs) Sing it out, girl. Just work it. No. I am really excited to do Beauty and the Beast. Um, Cinderella is my personal favorite, so I will be forcing you guys to hear that at some point but you wanted beauty and the beast so we are doing beauty and the beast i think there's a lot to break down between old and new disney did a pretty significant um history lesson in terms of all the things that they put in that original animated feature and correcting it in the live action so i think that'll be something that's interesting and new to unpack but still the same idea of taking the deeper meaning and messages of this film and hashing it out it's one of my favorite ones to do i'm really excited about this i love beauty and the beast and i can't wait to talk about the differences between the films and kind of what we know as the original and what we know today as a live action so it will definitely be a lot of fun and um, you guys don't want to miss it while you're waiting for the next episode of the castle chat be sure to check us out on instagram at the castle chat we are always doing fun things over there you can also check us out on apple or spotify podcast if you'd like to leave a review or rating we greatly appreciate that um, we will be posting some of our photos in these spots as well throughout the week so look out for those and um, we'd love to see your photos as well and also welcome our new listeners we also have a bunch of new people that have come our way due to that giveaway that we did so welcome to the castle chat family we're so excited that you're here and congrats to our giveaway winner um we love the opportunity to get to do this with you guys and we will definitely have more giveaways in the future so you'll want to give us a follow so you don't miss out on those but for now we'll leave you with what we always leave you with which is there's a great big beautiful tomorrow out there waiting for you Go make it magical. See you real soon. Bye, guys. Bye.